Discover the Dakota Lithium difference. Dakota Lithium is the leading manufacturer in lithium iron phosphate batteries for boating, RVs, golf carts, and electronics, all backed up by our legendary 11-year warranty. Here at Dakota Lithium, we take pride in manufacturing batteries to help you go further, last longer, and play harder. From the woods to the water, our goal is to help you live a life without limits, no matter where your passions may take you. Join the lithium revolution now. Use the code WAYPOINT3 for 10% off your next purchase at dakotalithium.com. Next Saturday, Christmas comes early. Welcome to this incredible scene. Bills. To the end zone. Chargers. It's a touchdown. An exclusive NFL game. This is fantastic. Live in primetime. Wow. Only on Peacock. With a Christmas gift to their fans. They're having some fun now. Bills versus Chargers. Next Saturday, 730 Eastern. Exclusively on Peacock. Yeah, sure. Why don't we go live? What do you think, Paul? Uh, Start now. Starting now. now, welcome back to the Aggressively Average Anglers podcast. Uh, I have I have power. I have power. Look at this. Electricity. I'll tell you guys what. Like, you automatically go back to the Stone Age when you don't have electricity. It's crazy how unprepared I felt for not having power. Uh, slash, you know, it being out for five days. My house got down to 44 degrees. And uh, I wore all my ice fishing gear. You know, it came in handy. Even though we didn't have an ice fishing season, I didn't even get to double-digit hours ice fishing this year. I used all that gear. I used the heck out of it for a power outage. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> we're back. Uh, you know what? We got something special for you guys today. We decided we're just going to do our shmiv away regardless. So, this is a no views matter day although we appreciate you guys for watching uh we don't have a cap on our views today so hop on in still invite everybody obviously let's have a good time we love hanging out with you nerds and uh what do we got on the the docket for this shmiv away paul do you want to do a box of lures or do we want to do the 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 piggy jigs i think the piggy jigs that's what i think too yeah so we're gonna have some some custom pig jigs We'll probably throw a couple extra lures in there as well, and we yeah. might even stuff Fill it in box, a tackle box. Yeah. So there you go. There's the pig jigs hat, and then we've got some of those jigs that we would be able to. There you go. It's so the, the pink coleslaw. The slaw. We've got this really cool, um, it's like a, a brown chartreuse orange uh, and royal blue swim jig. Pretty freaking yeah. cool. That one's in 3.8. And then we've got the only one that matters, the truce, which is that uh, copper truce. Um, just awesome color. Just a great EWG net head coming in. My favorite yep. size at one eighth ounce. And I will throw some other stuff in there for certain. Uh, I'll We're going to pack it up. up. We'll pack it up. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, much appreciation to our boy from Pig Jigs. So if you guys want to check him out, everybody asks us this all the time. He doesn't have a website. Although if you're watching right now, Pig Jigs, and he is, he said, what's up, fellas? Yo. Get that website going, bro. Get on a yeah.com. I need something. You got to give me something. (laughs) Go to a do a Squarespace. Do a do a Weebly account. What what else is there? Like, uh, hook hook it up, brother. But if you guys want to find him, he's pigjigs two four seven. Same as his uh, username here on YouTube on Instagram, and you can just message him if you want some of those jigs. If you want the custom color that uh, we ran with him, you'll have to request it specially. It's a pumpkin. Yeah. I have it right here. Come on. Green pumpkin blue. 
with chartreuse hints to it. Uh, one of my favorite. Here's the thing, colors. though. The thing that's nuts, and this is where it gets really unique. I mean, other than the EWG, with all that, mm-hmm. that's pretty rare. Yep. The the jig head matches. You guys probably can't tell. It's the swirled jig head, and the top yep. of it is swirled green pumpkin blue. Split down the middle, and the bottom is is that green pumpkin bright green, just like the skirt. You're not getting it's that from awesome. anybody else. I'm just you're not. So it, you could say you are, but you're not. <laughs> and you know what? I'll just go ahead and it's in the box. There you go. You're getting one Love of those. It. All right, so we do have some fun for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about the Power Riders because like a lot of crazy stuff happened there. Uh, we got to talk about our kayaks and we got to talk about a canoe trip, which is going to be, you know, kind of the big portion of the show because we promise you guys cold water fishing. Obviously, it's spring. Waters are opening up uh, for most of us. I know some some folks are still waiting on that ice to melt. Luckily for us, where we're at, there's no ice. So we went out on the canoe just this last weekend and actually like we smacked it. It was it was awesome. Uh, I had a good time. Paul, did you have a good time? I did. I wouldn't say that we smacked them. I would say that we had not failures. I was we had a not failed. response it was a on lot, that. I was, well, it was a lot of fun, but it was, it was standard, fun. It was a very standard cold water fishing day. And I'll be honest, I don't know if you guys have ever, I don't know if you guys like have like ventured to be like, you know, you're normally on your own when you right. are a kayak angler. If you've ever gotten to a boat with somebody, you automatically are like, if you're in the back, you're upset. You're in the back. If you're in the front, you're upset. You're in the front and you don't get to choose where you want to go. And yeah. you're at the behest of someone else for at least 50% of the decision making. You can't carry all your trash with you you gotta like slim it down there's all these things i didn't regret going on the kayak for one second i actually had more fun than i probably the canoe yeah i had more fun in the canoe than i probably normally do and i felt very minimally impacted and i felt like we handled the boat actually really well i was surprised to hear you say that (laughs) like i was well no i'm not surprised uh i thought as you were leading into that that you're gonna be like and it sucks because like i had to split it because i had no i was surprised that i had no issues with the setup in the canoe like it was easy to get to our gear i didn't have any issues casting i was in the back of the boat he was in the front of the boat and uh i didn't care where we went like we just went where we went and it was fun and we fished on on my lake what we call dink lake and guess what we caught not a dink an absolute not dink that I didn't even know existed. So there was a secret monster in there. I told Jeff, I was like, afterwards, I was like, you sleep. You've been sleeping within a quarter mile of, of a five-pound fish that you didn't know existed for like five years. You know how many like, times I've been on that years, lake? You didn't, yeah. You didn't yeah. even know it was in that lake. You wouldn't, if you, had, if you were a betting man, you'd be like, five-pounder, not in that lake. Not right I, there. I, I heard rumors, you know, and, and like Paul made a Paul, Paul made a reel about this. I think it was last year, late, late last year. Right. Yeah. And he was like, you know, when you roll up on a guy and they're like, yeah, I always catch six pounders, seven pounders. And like that right guy under is, your boat where you are right now. Always full of it. Always, sure always I'm messing sure you with do. you. <laughs> My son, all he catches is six pounders. I don't think he's ever caught anything under nine in his life. You know, like, in okay, this case, right here. In this case. I had heard rumors about it. It actually was true. I was surprised. Uh, But anyway, so we're going to get into all of that and more, you guys. First of all, we got a shout out to our folks, our fam over at Monster Bass for sponsoring the show. 
They're fantastic. We're still going to do a $25 gift card to monsterbass.com at the end of the show today. And then we will also schmive away the pig jig stuff. So don't worry. We're doing two, a twofer today. You guys haven't had a twofer in probably over a month. So we owe you and we got you. We got you. Just hang out for the end of the show. Uh, also shout outs to Busby for hooking it up. We got amazing tackle storage for the season that I'm really excited to use. We put some of that to use in the canoe and it worked really, really well. We went down to one quick cube and Paul's going to show you his fast flats. One quick cube was all the plastics and that is what's in there. Yeah, this was the biggest surprise. Stuff. This is this might be the bigger surprise for me. You used to hate the fast flats when those, we first fan, got those. I wasn't you a were fan, like, but now that I've messed with it and that I've got my, I, you guys probably, yep. you, you all probably saw my the reel I made um, about my new yep. leader line setup. I've got eight different kinds of, well, ten different kinds of leader line, mm-hmm. enough to do three of each at least minimum, like all minimum labeled. three of each, probably six of each size. Yep. And I have all of my swim, j- swim bait hooks in here, all of them. That's all my underspins, all the big, big stuff, like for yep. like five and sixes. Like I've got all of it in here, all the way, all the way down. These are the nice. Miki hooks, like all of them. And it's a, it's a quarter full. I mean, and but look at that. That slid into my backpack that I that we took in the canoe. Like Zero it was nothing. And it was just yep. such a huge win. I was like, dude, this is this is clutch. We're, we're going to be messing with a lot of gear hacks this spring. So just stay tuned for some of that stuff. Uh, we're experimenting. I guarantee some of it will work and some of it will definitely not work. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to play around with this. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, that, that, was the, that was the key. So we condensed you know, the, the giant bins that we normally have on our kayaks and all of our extra bags into one quick cube. It's the large deep. And that was like, those were the plastics we had at our disposal. And it worked out well. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. I didn't use no. 98% of it. <laughs> but, but that's normal. Especially that is totally normal. Water, which we're going right? to get to. But I also yep. think when we, I'm trimming, I'm trimming my plastic. We're going to do some videos on this, but I'm trimming the plastics yep. down to a couple of standbys. 25% mm-hmm. will be, maybe 25 to 50% will be standbys. And the other 25 to 50%, depending on the trip, will end up being things that I've been wanting or needing to test out that I haven't gotten to. Great yep. example is the one that's right here on top. Those are those big uh, Z-Man swim baits. Yep. Wanted to get to them last year. Never got a chance. Uh, I will probably within the next two weeks. Oh, um, but it's because weekends. I'm limiting myself to like, I only have four different kinds of, of swim bait. Yep. I have the one inch, the two inch, the three and a seven. half inch, and the seven inch. Like that's it. <laughs> and so it's like, I, but that yeah. is going, I honestly think that my honest opinion is that this will actually make you a better angler than being the person who has everything right. and ends up not being able to get to the right bait because you just have the libraries too big. There's too many things to go through. Uh, 100%. I fully agree, and I'm intending on doing the exact same thing. Uh, so we'll be we'll be dinking around, man. Just stay, stay tuned for some downsized tackle videos. They'll be coming out. Uh, lastly, shout-outs to Waterland because we got our new shades for this season. And I, I'm pretty pumped about them. Uh, I'm still waiting on my prescription. Those always take longer, but we did get all the rest of the shades. So uh, Paul got a different tint of lenses. He went with like the smoke silver. Is it silver or smoke? Can't I thought remember. I it's went silver. I think I went all the way through because I do have a pair of yep. smoke. They're Costa's, but I already had a pair and I was like, I want to go. I think it's silver. I want to go for the, I wanted, I wanted to see what they're technically the, I think technically blue is the maximum sunlight reduction but that's more for yeah, glare reduction i think max sunlight like is ocean. actually the silver 
the ocean yeah. is more for like glare and sunlight so the silver yeah. is like like the sunniest day um so it, it, it'll that, do that one's i think big yeah so yeah we got we got those we got the laydowns which happen to be like the most comfortable pair i've ever tried on for five seconds really? i was like wow no they what were, were the, really comfortable those are the large slash medium right they're medium. They're not giant frames. You guys will see them. I'm not going to talk about them anymore right now. What I want you to do is stay tuned because we're going to do with our spring gear review. We'll drop some of those Waterlands. And then the podcast following that video, we're going to schmiv away a pair of Waterlands right here on the podcast. So you'll have to come back for that one. That'll be one where, you know, we're, we're going to try to st- get somebody from Waterland on the show. I don't know. Does anybody work there? Probably. <laughs> I know one guy, but like I can talk to Zach. We can talk to Oh, what one guy was is his name? Does it start with M and does it rhyme with Illican? Illican? <laughs> I think we could we try. Could get, I think we could get somebody from that. Tell you what, I think that would be interesting. No promises. We'll try. Put it. Put it on the whiteboard. That that makes it real. You guys, if it touches the whiteboard, it's like a I'm real thing that we to try do to do. Right, now you don't want to do that it. That just means we'll try. That just means we'll try. It just means we'll try. Exactly. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so we will try to get somebody on worst case scenario. We'll just shmiv away a pair of sunglasses. So I don't think anybody would be that man. They are uh, sick though. They, they are, they're pretty rad. They're really comfortable, really lightweight. So we'll talk about them on the gear review. Um, I'm still wearing a pair from almost three years ago yeah. that I've yeah. dropped lens down on the asphalt about 70 times. Asher's uh, and green for life. Yeah, so so the pair I got is Asher's and Green for yeah. prescription, but I got to wait another couple weeks. Anyways, let's get into the Q of the D because we're friggin' twelve minutes in here. Let's let's get right. rolling. Uh, so I I wrote down something that that comes out of a comment that we get all the time, right, buddy? So somebody says, "Why didn't you just get a boat?" Here's what I propose: a question. Would you rather <laughs> take that exact same investment? So let's say I want you guys to imagine with me, chat we're imagining you are buying a kayak and it ain't cheap. It's over $2,000, right? And you're going to th- load it up. You throw in those accessories, you get the electronics in. guess what? You're spending four to five K kind of at a minimum at that point. So let's say you, you do that. If somebody rolls up at the ramp, they're like, how, how much that costs? And then like you being a normal person are like, I don't know, like four or five K. And then they say, why didn't you just get a boat? Now I want you to picture buying a boat for four to five K. Now, here is what I see on Facebook Marketplace when I type in 4 to 5K as a cap. A 1987 bass tracker at best. And that's usually two-seater or (laughs) four-seater? A (laughs) one-seater. The other seats rotted out. Ah. (laughs) This is what I mean. Like, So would you rather have this, like, really nice, like, new kayak, premium upgrades, you get brand new everything, or you get the 1987, maybe you get lucky, you're like great uncle twice removed decides to sell you his 19, 1997 fast tracker. Well, right? now we're got, getting closer. You got closer. a tin boat did at one point. I did for my uncle for a dollar, yeah. which is that's and, what I'm saying. So you, yeah. I mean, you were in that scenario. Let's say you were lucky. I still went to the Hobie after that. I sold that to invest in the Hobie. So I know where my opinion is, but I'm always curious because everybody seems to say that. They're like, oh, why didn't you just go get a boat, right? So money I don't think- is not an issue. Pretend you just have 5K. Do you get the brand new kayak set up or do you get the used boat on Facebook Marketplace? Chat, let me hear you, Paul, thoughts. 
My, I am 100% in the kayak side of things. Having bought an, a, a, a tin boat, just a V-hull. Yep. I, you know, if I had a motor that was like serviceable, just a lot better, I probably yep. would still have that. It's very, it's very possible, especially back in the day. These days, yeah. especially with how good five grand would set you up you, for four grand, you could be running a really nice pedal drive. Oh yeah! And then on top of that, you could get a torpedo. These days, you yep. could do that setup for five grand. Not that hard. So, I think even if you, man, even if you didn't have pedal, even if you went paddle and did the torpedo and did all the accessories and bought gear, five mm-hmm. k easy. So I mean realistically i think you'd be hard you'd be pressed you'd be pressed to go with anything but a kayak it almost anyone yeah yeah no so i mean uh people will bring up so what's that bra 14 man <laughs> bra bra 14 man bra bra says uh boat because it takes too long to get anywhere and kalamazoo i, I, I feel that i feel lakes? that there's what some big lakes? lakes out there there's big lakes what? all around us hold on <laughs> There's Gull Lake. That's a the biggest that's, lake. Yeah, maybe that's specifically the only one he fishes. I don't know. He's using plural. I so so, know what so here's here's the follow up question, and we're gonna move on, right? The follow up question is: Let's say I bump the amount that you have, right? Okay. So it's not five k. It's now what we spent, ten k. How much does that change your decision? Because I'm I'm mm, it gets harder. It gets harder. But still, I implore you guys, just hop on Facebook Marketplace. What boat are you getting for 10K? You can get a pretty nice John boat for 10K. You can get a nice, you get a really John nice John. You, no, you it, get a pretty nice it, John boat with a V, a little bit of a dig. For, every for 10K. every time I went searching for those, they were 19. Like 19, 16 to 19K was like the standard going rate. If you're talking new ish, as in within 20 years. And uh, a decent motor. The problem that I would always have is like, how old's that motor? How many hours has it had on it? Uh-huh. Um, it's a lot. And then yeah. how much maintenance I'm going to have to do on this thing. That's the, so that, uh, that's the problem. Fortunately, that's the deal. But I really do think that for 10,000, you can get a really nice boat. I've mm-hmm. seen people, I, I know it. I know it. And that is a tougher line to, for people to follow because you can get into a John boat. You might even get into a John boat that's got a trolling motor and a and a ten or a nine nine, right? Yeah. That honestly, you could you could do it. You could definitely do it. the pr- The problem with that line and the the reason I would lean kayak potentially still is to your point the 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 risk of it breaking down and having to be like, oh yeah. shit, and now you got to spend a whole bunch of money and time. And then you got to deal with the trailer yeah. and you got to find a place to store it. And there's like all this other stuff that goes into it. It's still tough, but that is the line because I, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. If you leave it to me, 10,000, even these days, I can go find a nice John boat for 10 K. I can do it. Sure. If you're going to live out of John boat, that's fine. Like, yeah. I feel like if I want a boat, I want to, it wouldn't be a bass boat. Yeah, I mean, it won't be a bass boat. It'll be that's a exactly boat. it. Right. All right. So 78, 21 is the split here. Uh, on the five, have, but our audience is a little It's biased. weird how they well, kind of are biased. They, yeah, I mean, it's a little biased, so. All and right, anyways. Oh, God. How much is it? How much? Those spot lock trolling motors, those nice ones, the new ones, those those are. Yeah. 
Those are that's like I think those that, are you're gonna blow your budget on that. I think those much. are like six or eight grand right there. Yeah, you're you're pretty much that's what I'm talking about. It's like you're not getting with that. this with the stuff that I want. The other problem is it's a it's a gateway drug. <laughs> it's basically like you and get the boat yeah. and you're like I'm I'm gonna need all this other boat stuff, and it, yeah. that boat stuff is a lot more expensive no, than that kayak stuff. And I'm talking about a I'm talking about a John boat that's got uh, yeah. a middling sonar, a two to three thousand dollars sonar on it, a motor um some accessories for sure rod holders and all that jazz mm -hmm. all the mm -hmm. emergency equipment and a, tra and, a tra and a 16 foot trailer at least like sure. that i mean and we're talking about a 16 foot boat probably so yeah. i i mean i maybe even 18 i don't think it's gonna be a decent boat you can do that for 10k i i swear it you're not gonna it, get a premium it, brand if, new but like you can get one with a live well you can yeah. get one. You can even get one with a console, like no problem. I think for 10k, it's going to be a little older. You're going to have probably a motor that's from the 90s, which is going to last you. But yeah, you can get. I don't 10k. You can get a nice. You can get a if nice, you're if you you're know. a boat doctor, go for it, man. The engine rocket surgeon. Then you can, sold, you can figure it out. <laughs> when I sold mine with my 55 Johnson on it, yep. I told the guys like I have messed with this motor. I am a building person. I love to build things. I am like, I get excited about, you know, sure. building something. Construction, yes. Uh, motors, motors? Not, I'm not a motor man. Like I can do, I can fog a motor. I'm I not can, a motor man. I can, I can turn the thing, I can open it up and I can do like really basic stuff, but I'm not like a mechanically yeah. super inclined person. Like I'm not hardcore. This guy rolled up, he's like, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. And I was like, then this boat's for you. Easy. It's sold, have a 100%. nice day. And I'm yep. sure that guy felt like he swindled me. Probably. All right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk cold water, right? So we are going to segue into the show. Let's get to the show meet. Uh, we went on a canoe trip. It was a blast. We used some cold water tactics that we were comfortable with, and uh, some that we weren't. And we're going to use a lot more that we're definitely not comfortable with yes. this weekend. Uh, the challenge this weekend that I'm proposing we do is that we go out and we do some glide baits and some big soft swim baits. Yeah. So I want to bust out the Baca burrito that I haven't even had a chance to fish except once. And I had a flat that was in like November, October. Yeah. When were we on Kavanaugh? It was like it November. Was, it was late. It was November actually. Cause it was November. I had, a, I had a big follow on that. Yeah. I didn't, didn't get the commitment, but it was a blast to fish. So yeah. doing some of that, like slow rolling, slow sinking, uh, kind of finicky, poppy, jerky type movements with the swim baits, I think will be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we got the Huddleston, right? So we're going to do the HUDs and then we got the Baca Burrito. We're going to talk baits here draft, in a second. Which is still in the packaging somewhere over here. Yep. I'm so riding high to low water column with these things. Obviously the... The Huds, the Baca, we'll fish off the bottom. We fish the Mega Bass like mid to high water column. So we're going to mess around with that stuff. That'll be the challenge this weekend. We'll Me. do some other stuff too, tail spins and blade baits, but mostly I want to fish swim baits. Blade baits, like, I'm okay I'm okay with running the blades. I will I will be busting out that mid to small size uh, gill from... Uh, Thunderhawk? No. Um, so we have the Thunderhawk soft gill, and then we also have... The fish lab. Gills That's the one. That the fish up. lab one is so the one that the, I want to mess wake with. Bait. That dark yeah. purple one with like the uh -huh. blue, purple, dark green. I never got to fish it. I'm going to fish the 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 one with the bill, I think, yep. is what I'm going to yep. run. It's not that heavy. I can run it on a heavy or even a medium heavy. I really want to mess with that. And then mix in the big soft swims. 
and honestly, I think we're gonna have fun. I might <laughs> I even guess. run. I might even run those on a free rig. Okay, like I'd, I'd, all right. If we find them low, because we'll have all electronics right. when we go this time. Yep. So if I find some way down there, I'm really excited to try that. Yeah. So the the kayaks are dressed up for the spring. They're ready to go. I I just put mine back together yesterday. Finished tying off the anchor in the afternoon. So it is it is ready to rock. Uh, the Garmin's are queued up. The batteries are charged. Let's do this. I say yep. we go some some big swims. But on the canoe trip, it was a little bit different. So you guys are going to see a video on Friday. I don't want to spoil all of it. Essentially, it was uh, jerk baits, drop shot. That was it. Nothing else worked. Uh, we did play around with uh, the the new Mule Bronco blades. Can't talk like at all right now what's happening to me i think i'm having a stroke uh so the bronco oh no do you smell toast you guys it's weird my left popcorn? arm is numb too popcorn <laughs> something's burning uh so we got the bronco blades out i can tell you guys i'm really excited to fish those as it warms up as as we get the gill and the crappie and we start this finding them month. better yes those things are going to be amazing uh the the premium uh swivel that he has on there makes all the difference in the world. Like it is, it spins right away. It's if you're using that nice sensitive ultralight setup, like you can feel the whole situation as you're moving. You can do some pauses, some hops. I yo-yoed it. It's really cool. I'll Unfortunately, right, it wasn't the move that day, no, but I'll tell you right awesome. now, those, th those things with a larger swim bait, like, like a eighth of an ounce or yep. a quarter, even that those are going to catch some walleye from the bank for people. I'm telling yeah. you right now, People are going to be catching walleye from the bank with those when they come mm -hmm. up in summer. Like, I have, I have a, I have an old bait that's got a, yeah. uh, a textured Colorado blade just like that, yeah. and it had a, a heavier jig head instead of the the clip. I used to catch walleye from it at Grand Rapids in the dam all the time yeah. when they would come upstream, and I, I'm like, dude, yeah. this with the pink because mine used to be like that clown pink, blue, and yellow. I'm telling you, that thing is going to annihilate some walleye. People will not even be ready. Oh, uh, we're we're gonna be heavily fishing those from I would assume end of March, maybe early now April through, until October. Yeah, hundred percent. Like in catching on them. Like and I'm, the I'm river, gonna keep dude. fishing them, but in yeah. the river, that thing is gonna work. I'm excited for it. So what what did work? The the X wrap, the Rapala X wrap. So jerk baits, we should talk about in a second. Uh, the now two trouble one size. It wasn't. It was that a full size X wrap. It was a full size X wrap. Yep. A lot of guys, myself included, I was carrying two of the smaller ones. Debo says Ned rigs are good too. I heard uh, that. I didn't throw a single one on that no, trip. Not a good spot for it. Not not a good really. Spot for it. It, no. The whole lake is really grassy. There's one spot you know, basically on one edge of the lake where it's a little bit more rocky, but basically you're just constantly hung up with the yeah. Um, But yeah, so the, we were, I, I was throwing the jerk bait all along this flat and like at the very end of the flat, we had a big fish catch. And Pretty shallow. Flat. We'll see that Friday. It was three feet of water, three and a half yeah. feet by our guesstimations because we didn't have electronics, which was like cool. It was, it was good to go kind of back to, uh, I guess, kind of easy going, really. Like, yep. when you have electronics, you're, you're very concentrated on them, and you want to mess with the uh, everything and, like, adjust as much as you possibly can. And then you're moving your panoptics, and then you're trying to fish at the same time. There's a lot going on. So it's kind of cool to not have to do all that. Uh, well, at the same time, you got to guess your water temp and depth. So you're completely at the mercy of the water. Uh, but it was cool. It was a fun trip. 
there there weren't that many catches, but the catches we had were like, yes, yeah. we're we're in a boat, we're back on open water. Yep. That's the win. And then the other catches were on a drop shot setup with a mule minnow in white, the full size mule minnow, three point two, three point two inches, the highest, I think. Yes. Yeah. I Freaking was pretty. Awesome. I was pretty mad at myself because so I we brought I brought two combos. I brought a very flexible like heavy stick that could handle light stuff all the way up to like over an ounce. And I was feeling really smart because like that was my bait casting setup. And yep. then I had a finesse uh, medium light that could handle all my finesse applications. Right. Uh, I was mad at myself because I almost grabbed my medium monster bass rod. That's like a jerk bait rod. Right. But it's really limited in what it can handle because it is a medium. And so that's why I end up switching. And I'm mad at myself because that probably would have been perfect Better. for yeah. all the cold water stuff that I wanted to do. I'm really upset with my choice still. It's all right. You can make up for it this weekend. Yeah, things happen, <laughs> but I am I am upset with myself. I w- like cuz I sat there and I sort of like I really was like agonizing over it for like 30 minutes. No, you you were. I was While I was, packing, I was in I the was back like, of the canoe. Oh, what do I do? What do I do? And then I went with the wrong one. Not happy. Oh man. Uh hopefully <laughs> some of your turmoil Redemption. comes through in the video on Friday. I need, yeah, and I need, I will edit it. I'll edit myself looking like a total well, jerk. It'll be also, great. Paul's camera didn't record at all oh, the entire was... day. So you should bring your spare nine. You got two still, right? I don't think it was my camera, dude. Oh, what? Dude, then you didn't press the button, bro. I don't know. First rule of YouTube is you press it's the red button. It's easy to say press the button, but I checked the red light because I was telling you, remember you when yours? Yeah, yep. when Jeff's camera randomly turned off which happens with gopros i looked yeah. at mine i was like oh is mine it was it mine and i was like red light we're good i don't have so weird none I, of that and i, I had the, i had the card in there because i only used one yeah. card the whole day and i did record something <laughs> earlier that did record but only one out of like the five clips that i recorded prior only one of them i'm like what the fuck yeah interesting stuff um so hopefully it works this weekend <laughs> we'll find out all right, so let's let's do the gamut of the baits, right? So this is kind of what we're looking at as far as the the cold water presentations, what's working, and uh, skipping everything else that doesn't work. Obviously, we're not using that stuff. But uh, as far as cold water goes, what's the first that comes to mind is the thing that got the biggest fish this weekend is one that we have stocked up, ready to go at all depths and and different sizes if we can, the jerk bait. So if you guys are not fishing a jerkbait i don't care where you are in the country it really doesn't matter if you're not fishing a jerkbait you're missing out and it's a really fun bite because it's active fishing it's not just cast and retrieve right so you're obviously doing twitches you're messing with your retrieve a lot and you can mess with the color the size the depth there's all sorts of different stuff that you can do it's a really fun type of lure to get into and i love saying that because what was it paul five years ago i was like heck jerkbait fishing i am never doing this paul would always throw a jerkbait i'd be like you're dumb i'm gonna i'm gonna just throw this ned rig here (laughs) nothing else ever again and uh once i got into it man it's it's awesome like i cannot put them down and i love having like a dedicated jerkbait setup and now that we'll be back in our kayaks we'll be using that what diva goes paul you could throw burly in big jerk (laughs) yeah yeah how many trebles do you think i would have so if you, you'd be, if, like my go-to jerkbait size, I, I like 110 millimeters. So how, I'm probably like 
5,000 millimeters? Can, like, how many millimeters am I? It's like, you know how many millimeters you are. It's math. You're so American. How many How many trebles can you many, fit on, many, on me? You get three on each finger, I think. And All uh, right. You'd so that's a lot of trebles. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. You know how many that is, too? It's 30. Yeah. It's not enough. Uh, or maybe it's too much. Anyways. Thank you. So at, at just just under 2,000 millimeters, I will be the biggest jerk bait that you have thrown in the water. Uh, let's see what we can catch. I mean, the I, one thing, I, the I got one a feeling thing that's like a 10 million view YouTube video. I'm just saying. Minimum. The one thing I'll <laughs> say about a jerk bait that I think is really difficult is it does require a semi-specialized setup. If you throw it on a medium yeah. heavy, you're going to be probably upset. a medium heavy fast. You'll be a little upset and you won't have as much fun and you're going to lose some fish and you're not going to be able to cast yep. the way you really want to. So I... That that for me is kind of a problem, especially for kayak angler. That being said, you can get away with murder on those if you need to. Yeah. It's just not as much fun, and you're probably gonna have to go size up. Where you know, if you're in the real cold water, you may be unhappy. The next one is one that I think we were, we were just talking about in chat with Debo a little bit is a blade bait, and a blade yeah. bait. I think a lot of it's really difficult because a blade bait is almost so versatile, just like a a lipless can be really yeah. versatile. Yep. That it it can run you into trouble because you really got to know the fish and you got to know what the fish are doing because I think the two main ways to run that blade bait, one is on bottom and I feel like mm-hmm. nobody runs them on bottom. Like I mean, I'm not oh, oh, rolling on of, the bottom. I'm like hopping it on the bottom. And yeah, a lot of people lot are of guys do that. Scared to do that, and honestly, it's gotta because be you're going to get hung up. You know, and but it's, it's got to be it's got to be ultra cold. Yep. those fish have to be on bottom and you got to know that yep. they're there. And when they're not, and then you're doing it wrong, like you're just gonna have no fun. The other thing about a blade bait is after that, the rules are off. It's still going to work, but it's you're running it very similar to how you would run yeah. um, a, a lipless. And so the, at that point, you could grab a lipless, and you may have you may have you know similar success. But right, yeah, a blade bait's that's number two on our list. Period. Yeah, no, it's it's something I added to the box that I forgot to bring on this canoe trip. So one one of the baits that I was mad I didn't have, I'm going to say is the next one. Uh, but the other one was blade baits. And yeah. I have them in the pack and the downsized setup that you, we're... You what? mean a, a blade bait? Isn't that what I said? You mean no. a... Uh... Blade bait was one of them. The other okay. one was a tailspin. Oh. That's the tailspin yep, was yep, yep. was the one that I wish I had had because I feel like it could have done well that day. Now it depends on how lethargic versus active those fish are, but we definitely love throwing the tailspin, and you can definitely you can yo-yo them. You can still, as a blade bait, hop them off the bottom. Yes. You can rip them through grass. You can do all sorts of stuff. So I fully plan on messing with that. Um, I my do favorite wish I had way, one that was a quarter ounce. It's really I know that a lot we, of those tailspins they're three quarters. They're I have. Baits. I have two lunker hunts that yeah, are, I, I don't remember I, when I got it. I think it was they're in not, a, the lunker MB hunt box. ones. The lunker, lunker hunt ones actually, they're they're actually it's pretty a Colorado. Nice, not lie. Yeah, I have the jack slap. I do wish it was bigger. Right, that's that all silver one. Yep. I actually kind of like it. I just wish it was bigger profile. I'm a little right. upset at how small it is. I would have liked to see that one be thinner and larger bodied, and then still that quarter ounce. But they're kind of rare. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, so the tailspins are basically you're getting a concept here. Metal baits like throwing those the the heavy metal right it can be extremely effective in the cold, and that's something we fully intend on doing. I don't know if we'll just hyper focus on swim baits this weekend, um, or if we'll mix those in. I'm pretty sure we'll mix them in. Uh, but yeah, tailspins just 
I, I love to burn them. Now I'll slow it down a little bit, hop them a little bit more and like get caught up and rip them through stuff uh, a little bit more when it's colder. And I, I've found that to be really effective. That was November. Yes. <laughs> we were smacking cold them water. It's probably button. 10 degrees yeah. warmer than water than we're dealing with now, but still cold. right. Right. We did get a question and it's a good question. Uh, sure. I probably should have answered it uh, in my initial call out. Someone said, what is a good jerkbait setup? I like to see a medium action, yep. a slower action rod. Um, I like to see if you if you're in a boat, like a seven four or a seven mm-hmm. six, a little bit longer. If you're in a kayak, seven one, seven foot is probably ideal. Um, you've got to be able to twitch that rod though. That's why I say yeah. I like to see some longer in a boat. Um, you can get away with longer casts, but probably medium casts. Accuracy is not critical. It's a little bit of like a, a finesse search bait. And yeah. you want the whippiness to one, be a little bit forgiving as you are trying to get those slow twitches back to the boat. You yeah. also are working with a treble hook bait. So you're not going to want something super fast. You don't want to give the fish any more uh, reason or leverage at all to kick those hooks. Um, and then sensitivity wise, I do think that the medium is perfect for working that fish and also setting the hook on a cold water fish. So, and then you're, you're going to downsize your line. So you don't really need a monster reel. So as far as a bait mm-hmm. caster, that's the, you can, you can go with a, a spinning setup for sure. I prefer a bait caster, but as in a bait casting setup, seven, one, I think it's seven, one, seven, three is probably good speed. You don't need anything super fast and you don't need anything super slow. So right now I actually have a faster setup. So like sure. my, my, you, you can, it's just, you don't yeah. need it. I, well, I use two or three rods for jerk baits, honestly, because they just multi-purpose. But my favorite, the one I used this weekend, was a seven-three psycho stick. It's a medium-powered, a little bit whippy. fast action because it's extra whippy, so it ends yeah. up working well in your favor. And then it has the uh, the Hakai in the eight-three to one gear ratio, so the faster Hakai, yep. the one with the the red. They're all color coded. If you guys didn't know this, it's it's red, gold, silver for whatever reason, or red, orange. So gold, orange, whatever. No, it's uh, red, silver, and gold. What I just said. Yep. But, okay. Well, you had orange in there <laughs> that you threw out. I said orange or gold. I was asking. <laughs> and you decided to just shoot me down. I mean, if Anyways, you could be more wrong, that'd be great. All right. I can try. It's purple. And it should be purple and chartreuse. It should be. Maybe it Anyways, will be. Go ahead. <laughs> so the this is mine. I'm holding it right now. This is what probably going to be used for most of the year. This is the the monster bass rod. This is a, a medium action, but it's fast. Yeah. So it's but it's a softer rod, and then it's a seven foot, and then this is a seven three. So to me, a little more versatile than a standard, but still a treble bait rod, and can handle. This is why I didn't bring it. Yeah. Uh, quarter to three quarter. So it's more of a limited, which is a very standard breadth of for a for a medium fast. Um, but you know, that's what I use. It's just something a little slower, seven foot. Yeah. Man, neat. I, I wish I had a monster bass rod. Maybe maybe one day I'll get nah. one. All right. Anyways, uh other options, you know, opposed to uh your your metal baits, your blade bait, your tailspin, you can throw, just throw a lipless. Just throw a friggin' lipless. They work great. They uh, do. So yo-yo and especially ripping it out of stuff They're right just... now, get that reaction bite and hopping it on the bottom and just the, yeah. make sure you're not in a spot where you're definitely going to lose that. I think you got to Yeah, I think you'd be really careful because you're going to find yeah. those fish in shallow water and mm-hmm. I'm actually burning them and stopping them a lot of mm-hmm. times in that shallow water. Yeah. The other nice thing about a, a lipless is you get away with a, a lighter weight, still a big profile. So you can get quarter ounce or less. Um, and you can get away with murder in shallower area versus like a blade bait, a little bit tougher, 
or yeah. one of those uh, like um, tailspins, a little bit harder. Yeah, and you guys know the the magic code, right? Red. If we go with red for the spring. You can be red throwing out. Yeah. I'd say mix it up with the different craw colors and maybe try some of those darker versus brighter colors and just see what you're getting uh, as far as response from the fish. Like just pay attention. Like, am I getting any bites on this? Don't just like blindly follow the have to throw red right now. If it's not working, shake it up. Cause we I caught everything about... on white this week. Yeah, we were talking but... about that though. It's really yeah. hard because it's hard to know if you are, if you're getting, no looks or it's because you're on the wrong bait or it's because exactly. the water's cold so because you're there's just a lot of variables this, yeah you're not gonna get the same action it can be really tough the, one the thing easiest I'll... way to tell is what we'll try and find out this weekend is when we can see the fish on pan yeah. optics and we can see what they're reacting to so i usually start in spring i start with a red mm -hmm. is that Macbeth? it's very bright red and then yeah. i'll move to the like a brown so this is usually later season for me but then i'll switch to this and then after that, yep. I'll go to like the orange type stuff. Yeah. So I I like to go like the, the brightest, then I go like to the darkest, and then I'll go somewhere in the middle. That's just like my yep. general rule of thumb. Love it. So let's go the opposite end of the spectrum and throw really big, heavy baits. What do you think? That's that what is, we're doing this weekend. That 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 is um you're talking about fish and shallow, fish and low. Yep. Fish and slow typically is where I would start for those those big yep. baits, um, and and you're just trying to put it in front of that fish, and you're looking for the feed up fish. You're looking for the one who's yep. two thirds full right in the morning, and uh, and you're hoping yeah, that's to, the fish uh, we found. Yep, and you're hoping <laughs> that that's the fish that you run into. That's like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's pack it in. So I'll, yeah, I want to talk about Michael Romero called it out Magdra freestyle. That's the uh, a really oh, good bait yep. to yep. throw at this time of year. Really good option. So the the alternative for us that we're going to be throwing still has a giant tail. <laughs> it's going to be the HUD, right? Yep. So we'll throw the Huddleston. We've got the it's a 68 Deluxe Weedless. It's got a hell of a name, uh, but it is, it's weedless rigged. You don't have that lower treble. We can run that across the bottom. And then the Baca Burrito, which our boy DeBurley aggressively average hype man uh, pointed out to us back in the day. I only fished it once last year. But plan on fishing it a lot more, and then we got those guys. So, so this is the like Z swim. I think this is like retail. a six. This is a six inch, so like mm -hmm. not big, but like you know, not small. Not on big a big belly weighted, <laughs> on a big belly weighted hook that gets me right to the bottom. Yeah, this will be great for that weedless situation. Uh, mm -hmm. And then again, it's more about figuring out the fish in the lake. So if Jeff's going with the HUD, I'm probably going to go something like this, or I'm going to go with the glide bait, and we'll see yep. which one's working. And that's what that's the other thing about fishing in the canoe or fishing together as with a partner. You know, if you guys are good having the similar approaches and you're good having a plan and you're okay maybe fishing your number two spot instead of your number one, working with yep. your buddy, you guys can do what we do, which is we attack the lake, understanding that we're trying to learn from each other. Jeff yep. throw the net, I'll throw the jerk bait. Whoever wins, great. We don't care. It's not about you versus yeah. me. It's about, hey, can we get on a pattern and then work it together? So you know, while Jeff's throwing something a little bigger, I might downsize as an example. Yep, exactly. So that'll be something we're getting into this weekend that I'm pretty excited about. Um, not sure we'll get into them this weekend, but maybe a, an upcoming weekend. We also picked up a bunch of spy baits, which I still have to unbox before we use. So uh, I've got your, a big... Move your butt. I'm working on it. I'll film it tomorrow or maybe Friday or maybe never. I won't uh, because we'll so... be on Monster Bass's show tomorrow. Yeah, are we? Yeah, we are. All right. Hey, you guys, we're going to be on Monster Bash's show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, so what is tomorrow? Oh yeah, the second. It's tomorrow. Gosh dang. So uh, if you guys want to see us again, we'll be talking on Monster Bass. We'll be teasing out a new rod that we're working yeah. on. We were supposed is... to have it in hand, but they broke in transit. Like they friggin' you know, broke it, whatever. you guys. What? That all right. So yeah, Rick sent us a picture of it. So we we got to see like a first look, and this is a mock-up, so it doesn't come with like our final logos and colors and all that yeah. stuff because it's gonna have yeah. a logo and it's gonna be a custom color. So it's gonna stand out <laughs> separated from the pack. It's gonna be sick. The problem is he tried to send it to us and they all broke in transit. So that sucks. Um hopefully we get some soon because I still don't even have the lineup of the current monster bass rods, and I gotta start fishing on those. Uh, so we're waiting on a lot of stuff. Unfortunately, production, shipping, it's all been behind. So hopefully we can work something out. But tomorrow, tomorrow night, if you guys know when Rick normally goes live, go over there. What is it? 7 p.m. Eastern? Eastern. 7 Eastern. So we'll be over on Rick's show. So come hang out with us there. It's going to be a blast. Um, <laughs> Devo, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a Ned Rick special. I think this is going to be the ultralight jig special. We're, like, we're talking ultralight. This will be ultra yeah. light. This is going to be this is where they, light. There's a there's a light. There's a gap good one to Burley. There. There's a gap in their setup, and we had yep. and I identified it when we were on his show. I was like, Dude, oh, we we honed in and sniped. I just that so sucker. you know, my guy, something Rick, is wrong you got here. A gap in the setup, and you don't have an ultra light. He's like, well, would people buy it? I'm like, Watch would me. would people buy it? You're out of your mind if you Listen. think they wouldn't. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, the last bait I was going to talk about is spy baits, but I'm just going to hold off. We'll come back and do a spy bait episode to somebody who's smart and knows what they're talking about. But with the spy bait, the but we do have the better. The colder, yeah. the better. And honestly, I think I we're at a good be, time to try them out. I want to do in, That'll be the excuse to go to St. Clair. What do you mean when they come in? They're here. I have them. When we can fish them because we can't right this we can, moment. We so can fish them within the tomorrow. next week, I think not next. Soon-ish. I'm gonna film it during the day tomorrow. All right, it's gonna perfect. be it'll be then, filmed. Just then maybe this me. week. Then maybe this was the week we go to St. Clair. So Isaac Weaver asked, "Are spy baits worth it?" I don't know, Isaac, because I've never fished them. <laughs> I fished them once. We got a spy bait. Was that monster a bass year or an and a MTB half ago. box? That was an MTB. I think it was MTB, and uh, we were like, "Okay." And I'm then like, Let's roll. I fished I it for a, a while. Two casts. And then I gave it to Paul, and then he caught a fish in two casts. And a nice one too. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. Do you know what you did? Do you know yeah, how you did I it? Did, I ran. I ran it like a jerk bait. Okay, is that right? Is, no, no, <laughs> no. You're supposed to slow roll it, and they're super that. heavy, and they're supposed to sink down, and basically you let them count down, yeah. just like a countdown. And then yep. instead of jerking it, though, slow roll it, and it's got like a wobble to it sure yeah i've seen and it then, I, yeah. i've worked and then, it and then it's the the sound and the wobble yep all right well we bought four of them y'all he got two i got two all different ones so we're gonna do the comparison Thinking slow sink uh yep. suspending and then uh mid and deep and two were higher end and two were mid-range mid-tier mid yep. mid to high tier Still so like the 10 bucks. 10 versus 15 bucks i yeah. think they were yeah um anyway so we'll let you know i don't know yet isaac we're gonna find out probably probably on this jerk bait rod <laughs> in two weeks <laughs> all right so real quick i got a quote-unquote mid-show segment 45 minutes in uh but this was a topic that paul and i were tossing around we got it in a comment do you remember who commented this no i don't i don't all right should. well we we suck we're the uh, it's worst hard. Crea- you guys it's should hard. unsubscribe right now well, uh, I mean. <laughs> 
<laughs> so whoever commented this, we apologize. Thank you so much for the comment because it yeah. is a, a great little brain teaser. It's something to on like, point. Let, let's ponder this out. So it was on, uh, I think it was on one of your reels, right? It was, you were yeah, downsizing. Yep. So Paul did a couple of reels about downsizing, some of the gear hacks, stuff that we promise you guys is coming soon on more like full-term videos on YouTube. Um, and the comment was pretty much, let me paraphrase it. I either feel like I have way too much stuff with me that I, and I end up not using 98.5% of it at all and i'm like what the heck did i bring all of this weight with me just so i could carry it around that's super lame or i i downsize i go slim and trim but i'm always missing like that one thing that would have worked where's the black and silver i have black and gold i needed black and silver yeah if i only had that right so it was it's an interesting topic and some something that we're pondering obviously this it's year a dead as, on dilemma. Doing, as a as a fisherman who's like yeah. plugged in and when you know what's going on you mm -hmm. want to be good at everything. And I think that it's like a fallacy, like it's a thought fallacy when I, you yeah. feel like you don't have a bait. Because I'll be honest. Does it really think, matter? To think that if no. you have one or two of like six different styles or eight different styles, yeah. and you have a light and a dark and a silver and a bright or whatever. You have the bait. You have something that you yeah. can make work. As long as you have a bunch of terminal styles, you can make something yeah. in this work. I promise you. If you're good, if you're Without even remotely doubt. good at packing, you can make this work. I don't think that like you, you like a uh, granted, if you didn't have like a chatterbait. Mm -hmm. Okay. I see that. That's fair. But if you have, if you have like in general, 80% of the types of baits that are going to work, uh, and the terminal to take advantage, I, this is, this should be enough baits. And if yeah. you're again, I, that's why the split for me is like, this this half of the box is going to be like go tos that are, I know are right and uh, appropriate for the you know for the season. This half yeah. is new to me, but I know it's the right type of bait. You should be able to you should be able to catch fish. You should be able to. That's yeah. why I think like this is going to be it. This is it for the <laughs> boat. For the, this is it and plus terminal. So uh, I'm bringing more than that, but I am going to be probably at 67% of what I normally bring on this first trip. And then I'm going to figure out, okay, did I need all of that? I'm going to downsize more. So I, I will say I'm, I'm starting to lean more towards like, you just got to go slimmer and trimmer, right? Because uh, to Paul's point way early on the show, you said something that was really important on this concept of like, do I downsize? Do I just bring everything right? When you bring everything you create, this mind bending puzzle of like, okay, so what type of bait? I have every type of bait. So what type of bait should I be throwing? Let's say I throw a jig. What type of jig? I have every jig that exists. Okay, great. What type of trailer, right? What type of action do I want from that trailer? What Paralysis color combo do I want? Analysis, and all of a sudden you just tie, 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 and you yep. never actually get to the right answer. And you overthink and you say this phrase that somehow I've only heard you say this and, and I feel this phrase, but like I've only been fishing for 10 minutes, four hours into a trip. Yeah. Paul says this all the time. He's like, I've only fished 10 minutes. I've only fished 30 minutes. And it's like, I've been here for four hours. hours. In. I, I have not fished yet. Cause it, it, you know, like you're not being tactical. You don't feel like you're at your best. You're just throwing things in the and water and then 
time and you're not your confident your top three and yep. you haven't hit a confidence bait. We're like, look, I, I use this enough. Yeah. And, but then like no, you didn't have a second plan and now you're just scrambling and yeah, you feel like you haven't even fished. Yeah. No, it, it can be a big problem and something that I feel like, you know, if you're an aggressively average angler, which we are self-identified, then it, it places you in a, a position of, you know, you're, you're not highly likely to have success on the water, right? So if you want to give yourself a better chance at success, maybe just slim down, right? Slim down a little bit. You don't have to bring everything. So what, what Paul and I are proposing to ourselves to do this year is say, hey, we want to work on these techniques today. And it can't be five. <laughs> it, can't, it really can't be more than two. Like, he says three. Yay. I, w- I went lower this time. I went down. No, I mean, uh, but two it's to three, yeah. two to three techniques is going to be max. So two to three, you can bring one to two combos for each of those two to three techniques and you're good. Like you're loaded down. Um, and then you get to focus. So like swim baits this weekend, for example, we're both new to that as in the last season and I've had mild at best success with it. So it's, it's going to be like, let's nail this down. Let's, start to really dig in and learn this. And that's where, you know, you become an aggressively average angler versus just an average angler or, or a sub average <laughs> below average angler. Uh, so I think, I think it will be good. And that's something that we're going to be putting into practice a lot more. So as you guys see on the channel, what you're going to see is less is more, right? You're not going to see more is more. You're not going to see us like packing these yaks. In fact, great segue on that note, I hinted at it before my power went kaputski last week, uh, but I was trying to start a conversation <laughs> with Creek Fishing Adventures, and I totally got shut down by the the power. Um, that winter storm was But um, what ended up, or what I was trying to get into, was that we changed up the kayaks. And Paul and I, we've talked about this a lot. I'm fully on board. Like what we could literally do this year, it might happen. No guarantees is we we get different kayaks right meaning i don't know if the hobie stays or moving away from the pro angler and yeah even if it's just for the river setup going for Mm -hmm. that um the the, a different at least at least for the river setup is is that would be the more prioritized option it's like hey let's prioritize going on the river because we haven't been fishing the river that much and i mean it's because last year uh, honestly, the water was low a lot, and that can be a super big pain in the butt with the Hobies. But also, it's not next door anymore. <laughs> like the rivers that we want, they're, I can't say they're really far away, but like it's an so hour, hour. Our, and a half. Uh, the honest to God yeah. problem is that we can't do floats with the Hobies because you have to completely disassemble them to make that happen. Yeah. So the difference that I would like to see is if we can fit both boats easily into one truck, even with my bed topper at least then we can float yeah. and i feel confident in being able the other thing too is you don't realize how well you can paddle upstream in a boat that's built for a one in, for a draft of a half an inch when you're mm-hmm. only when you're zero inches in the water you can draft in a current and just float in the current like you won't go downstream yeah. almost at all yeah and you can do magic with a paddle so i really do think i i really do think that having a boat that's built to run uh, streams and rivers is going to make a huge difference in opening up options. Yeah. Um, big time. Yep. Totally. Charles, are you saying the internet is broken? Is that what you're trying to tell everybody in chat? 
over 100 okay. in chat, uh, according Ooh. to B. Julie. So, what? Wait, we did the number when no. I said we didn't even have Wait. to do the number. You, you friggin' nerds. I love you. We guys. just very casually <laughs> are just gonna not acknowledge that we broke 125. Y'all, y'all. All right, so the giveaway. All right, so the magic is you don't tell them they have to break it. You just say, there's a secret number in my head, and if you break it, I'll do a schmivaway. All right, well, y'all are in luck because very shortly now, in about the next five or so minutes, we're going to segue from the show to the slow rolling thunder. And you know what that means. We're going to be doing two schmivaways, starting with Monster Bass gift card and then going with the pig No, no, no. No, no. We're at 3X. Starting with pig jigs. We're at 3X. So we're going to do the gift card. We're doing the we're doing the pig jigs. Oh, you want to do three shmivaways? Yeah. Well, we have, no, we have to do three times the shmivaway for the one for the one thirty. So, well, it we just so we happens that I have them. this. I have this very uh, probably time. don't sit on this bucket here. Very painful bucket, to dude. Sit it's on. time. <laughs> All right, I'll throw I'll throw some of those in there. How about that? No, uh, we no, got you guys covered. A giant box because we said if we broke one thirty. Not all, we missed we missed three of them. So yeah. you would normally get one box. Then the next week it'd be like, okay, if we do over thirty, you're getting two boxes, and we're mm -hmm. at three x. So you're getting three times the giveaway that we would normally send out. Not just the number three, yeah. But that third one, gigantic. Well, no, all three of these are well, two of these other than the Monster Bass gift card. Can we call it a Schmift card? <laughs> the Monster Bass Schmift card. <laughs> Anyways, Paul's gonna throw extra baits in with the the pig jigs, and then yeah. I'll throw baits into a bag as well. That's what you guys are getting. So there's three shmivaways. Now I gotta talk about other stuff because we have to give ourselves time to load up friggin' boxes. Um, all right, well, you know, number one, appreciate you nerds. All right, so um, yeah, you guys, you guys are awesome. All right, so what? A couple of things that I wanted to get into, just like wrapping up the show here before we get into that slow roll and thunder. Would be uh, number one, like we were talking about, what we're going to do with the kayak. So we got some stuff going on there. Um, where we're doing this cold water fishing was the on-topic piece, though, that I wanted to finish the show out with, right? So here's here's what we're going to do, right? We know we're throwing techniques that we're not a hundred percent comfortable with. So like, I I feel like I could take a Ned rig anywhere, and I'll be like, hey. Got it, right? Jerk bait, kind of the same thing. If I start throwing big swim baits, it's something that's very new for me. So where we're going would be waters that we know. So for the next at least couple of weeks, uh, spy baits, swim baits, uh, whatever. Tail spins are even newer. They're just easy to fish. Uh, but you know, if we're doing some of those newer techniques, we're going to go fish waters that we know. And then specifically, the location that we want to be looking at, right, would be... For, what time of day are we thinking, Paul? Like, we're typically going, like, midday because it's the only choice we got. Well... Right? We want that sun up. We want the, the warming waters. So we're yeah. targeting, like, this week, what worked is as soon as we got on the water, which was, what, around 9.30, 10? 9.30, it was late. Later 9 than 9.30. Later than we wanted to be. We did some other stuff before we had to get out there, and my power was out, so it took me forever. We, we literally, we packed my tackle that morning in the dark. Headlamps on, you'll see it in the video. Anyways, so so there's reasons we were later, but we're looking for that the warming areas, right? So where's the sun, right? Where's that sun bake in your lake? So you're gonna have like your shade side, your sun side. Where's the rock? Rock warms faster than everything oh, else, so go no, there. The, I would say second. I'd say I would look for that mucky bottom. So trim water, that's where mucky we started. bottom, that dark, yep. dark, anything that looks dark on a map. Yeah, that's what you and is trim water. That's the good. That's the best place to start. 
where we and then uh so warmest water in the in the lake is what is where you want to start i would also yep. say shallows you're targeting shallows those shallow those fish are looking to feed up on bait fish and that is that's what they're going to be looking so so if you're looking for fish shallow water and then uh anything that's going to warm up faster than anything else so you're looking for the sun side so if the sun is um uh uh right wherever the opposite of the lake where the sun is rising is where you're going to want to target first um those are going to be your keys to success deeper water you're going to struggle shaded areas you're going to struggle um that i think that's more than enough play you know information to start where it's going to get tricky oh, yeah. is in the transition when everything starts heating up where are those fish going to go so you want to you want to go for those, working on and that's where we struggled the second half of the day and i think that's where we missed and that's that'll be a call out in the video just drop it all salt all right. bay it right in there so yeah. my my, you know, my suggestion and, and, you know, look for transition areas, look for points that have heated up or are close by to areas that have heated up already. So yep. anywhere you're seeing sunlight on the water where you see a transition from shallow to deeper water, that would be my number two midday uh, spot for you. Um, that's it, man. It doesn't take much more than that. I don't think if you have electronics or high sophisticated electronics, I think yeah. that you can you can really do some hunting. It's just you're going to see some fish glued to the bottom and you won't even know they're there. That's what's going to really be a struggle. You almost have to use your baits in conjunction with your electronics to see if you're getting if you're peaking a fish's interest off the bottom. So that one. those are so sick. But <laughs> yeah, that would be my uh, that would be my advice. And, and just trying to keep it simple. Right. I don't think it needs to be much more complex than that. I think keeping it simple warmest areas shallow areas and then as the lake heats up transition areas that are sunny um, or and then use your Oh, jane juice using your oh, using your electronics change. in conjunction in conjunction with your baits to see if you're pulling fish up off bottom all right i made i made a box look it's a it's a plano edge does that count as a good schmiv away i'm That's pretty sure it does one. uh oh and there's full of jigs some of these are burly custom jigs from the og days uh and then we got a whole bunch of like Six cents. Uh, some what is there? There's a couple Guggen things in here. I'm throwing and in, and I threw in frogs. I threw in some jerk baits. I threw in three or four hard baits. I'm also gonna you throw got a hat? in. Yeah. Oh, the full the, mesh on top nice. of the other one. There you go. So you're gonna get this right. sweet waterland hat. Yeah. So uh, we got. I don't know. There's probably like twenty something baits in this Plano Edge. What do you got? It's about three times the normal schmib away for us. Yeah. Plus <laughs> yeah usually charge. be like six or seven. Yeah. This thing is jammed. It's barely going to close. Well, there we go. We got schmib aways ready. So you know what that means. It is time for slow rolling thunder. And uh, I've got some fun questions, I think, for this one. Should be good. And as we... <laughs> what? Why'd you make that I'm fake? looking at question one. It's an interesting question. Yep. It's going to be fun. Uh, so we got some questions that we're going to run through. And if you guys haven't been to the show before, first of all, welcome. Thanks for being here. You should probably subscribe and come back next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern as well. And uh, all you got to do is say something in chat. So type chat, type questions. If you want us to answer a question, maybe make sure it's a good question. Charles will write it down and we'll get to it before we leave the show. And then if you are drawn as the random winner, sorry, winner then uh you can just follow the instructions on the screen and then you can you can schwin some stuff we'll send it to you we'll obviously need your info so you can get it all right uh also the monster gift card is only good 
in the U.S. So if you are not from the U.S., I apologize. Uh, we're going to have to re-roll it, aren't we? Like, do we have to... We'll have to come up with a Canadian store? <laughs> what do we... It's tough. It's, just Don't... A, it's a wrinkle. Yeah, we'll figure it out. How about that? <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll figure it out. And also with our shipments, typically what we do is we just like buy you tackle or give you a gift card to your favorite store of choice. So there you go. We love our northern friends. We'll take care of them any way that we possibly can because it sucks, the whole shipping problem. Anyways, yeah. let's get into Slow Rolling Thunder. You guys better be chatting. Oh, look at you go. Look, at, look they've been chatting for like 10 minutes. Uh, all right. So first question is kind of based off of the first question of the show. But now I want to ask you, right? Rest of your life. Rest of your life. You can't have the other one ever again. Kayak or boat? I don't, I'll even give you whatever kayak and whatever boat you want. It, it's going to be boat. It's going to be boat. Okay. Yeah. Rest, you can never touch a kayak ever I'm good in with your it. life. Yep. Okay. You're going to move to miss, a lake and just live on a lake? I would be sad with a lot of things, but I'll say this. After watching, after watching people who are good at maneuvering yeah. a boat uh, and watching how quickly they were able to change lakes and break down water, right. sure. I'm team boat. I fully appreciate and will always love kayak fishing. I will get a boat eventually. And I Later. will never walk away from kayak fishing except for in this only scenario where <laughs> in this says I have to made up scenario. one gigantic portion of this. I, I love I love fishing the river. And if there were only one way to fish, it, it would that would be the one. But yeah. this is you not fish in a boat. Only, you can fish in a boat sure. and there's a lot you can do with a boat and you can take your family out on a boat. And, uh, especially if it's any boat. Yeah. I'm hundred yeah. percent. I'm a boat guy. I wasn't sure if this was going to be close. Uh, it's kind of close just from the convenience factor for me, but I'll say this for me. I think the convenience should actually be replaced with just ignorance. Like I'm just ignorant of how to, how to operate, how to maintain, how to utilize uh, a boat. I, I love kayak fishing. There's still plenty, plenty of benefits. Those don't go away from having a yak. But I'd say if, if like you had to make that choice for the rest of your life, like there's so many, there's so much more that you're missing out on <laughs> and, and speed, especially <laughs> from, from body of water to body of water, let alone just circling the friggin' lake. You can hit a hundred times more spots in a boat than you can with a kayak in the same amount of time. Um, you can't hit all the same waters. Sometimes there's, you know, the, 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 the waters where you can't even have a motor. Right. Um, so there's some things that obviously you're going to let go of, but I think you let go of more. If you say, I'll never touch a boat. Like I'm never going to step foot on deck. That'd be a problem. So it wasn't as close as I thought it was. It seems no. kind of close for chat. It 63, does. 36 boats win. I <laughs> so, like I mean, it's fair. It's fair, man. Like I, I would be bummed out. I'd really be bummed out letting go. Oh, I but, would. I would be sad. It wouldn't. It's yeah. not an easy choice, but it's an easy choice. I mean, it's like one of those things, dispassionate. I can look at it and be like, the answer's boat, unfortunately. Yeah, especially if you consider, if I go kayak, unless I get a uh, the, what is it, the Hobie uh, inflatable with four seats on it and four pedal drives. Like, I'm never taking my family out on the water. No, no. You can't. I, I, you just can't. Yeah, and when, when you're older, too. That's maybe, maybe yeah, point. when you're older. I just... Man, I mean, you got to imagine, imagine yeah. this. So uh, a lake like St. Clair or Mille Lacs or 
you know, some legendary big piece of water, wherever, wherever in the country, doesn't matter. It'll take you years to cover. You could spend your whole <laughs> life, your whole, and you'll have so existence. many pockets you missed. And yeah. you would, and you would, you would never scratch ten percent of the water on a kayak. Even in, in a, a boat, boat, it would take you years. would scratch. Yeah. You would be at a legit fifteen percent, and that would be it. Like you, you couldn't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. And that's like you just can't do I'm it. Sorry, but dude, I'm 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 team boat. Yeah, I, I thought it was a fun. Eventually, I'll be there. All right, All right. It's great. It is a great question. And you would give up the river, the creek, uh-huh. the skinny uh-huh. water, the uh, uh, the the pond. Honestly, I'm not hitting ponds in a boat. Not like we do now. Um, do you boat a, You just drop yeah, a team boat in not, there and just. Okay, but not if you're in a bass boat, it's not the same. I'm not in a bass boat, but I mean, it's I'm not saying. the same. You're you throw not, your little bathtub in the water, man, and, and, you're and let's, standing there. yeah. But let's be honest, like you're not doing that either. Like well, if you had no, a I 21 wouldn't. foot, you know, bass boat, you're you're just not doing that. But it does open up a whole other planet, yeah. and I think that that's the planet I would want to visit. Sounds like a good planet. Sounds All right, bad. Next solar system we go to. Make your choice on planets. Slim and trim. Are loaded down. You got everything at your disposal, or you only have your your fish lab fanny pack full of mule fishing gear. I'm probably I'm probably slim and trim because this year I, it's I know slim I know and trim. from ex, I, I've learned from experience that I would rather again 75 percent of the baits if they were all mm-hmm. things I'm really comfortable with and they were go tos and then 25 percent I'm just like messing around with and trying yep. to learn. I'm okay with that being my day. And then when the 25% doesn't work out or I get frustrated or I'm, I've given it its time and I'm done, I got my, I've got the rest of it. Sure. I will say this though. If I could fish five days a week versus one day a week, I might be on the other side of the spectrum. Okay. It's a big difference when you only have one day. And if you had your boat, Boat or kayak doesn't matter. I think, well, you know, when you I never want to swap your tackle and, and like constantly change up your day box and constantly change up, change up like the, the plastics sure. that you're going after. Sure. And then to the point too, where, you know, they make a specific realm of storage of tackle storage that we don't touch. Cause it doesn't make any sense in a kayak, but it makes perfect sense in a bass boat, which would be like your, uh, singular Locker. lure specific boxes. Right. So it's like, these are my uh, eight to 10 foot diving crankbaits. Like, and it comes in every single, I have like two of every color, right? These are my, my uh, midsize liplesses, my large liplesses. These are my big square bills. These are my silent big square bills. Like, and you have a box like, for every single one. In the, but in the river, especially if you're going to fish one day a week, when you're in the river, mm-hmm. if you bring two rods, you're at a disadvantage. You are catching less less fish. I promise you. You're taking a lot of time swapping out, changing things up. You're forgetting your rod, getting hung up. Like you're taking it's an L. You take one, you take five baits and some terminal, and you will be more successful than the guy that has two rods every time. Most of the time. Every time. Most most of the time. Unless that dude gets lucky, and if he does, he's only using one setup. It wasn't the two setups that makes him the winner. Not yeah. Hmm. We'll put it to the test. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll but I, I think I think slim and trim uh this year. Yeah. I think so. I like and when it. I get my boat loaded. <laughs> when and when I get my boat loaded. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh we just got our first slow rolling thunder guest appearance question, I guess. Uh so shout out to Chris Shu. Thank you so much for the super chat, my man. Five bucks. Appreciate you. And uh, he 
through a question. Nobody's ever done. How has nobody ever done this before? What are yeah. we? 150 episodes in at this point? You guys literally w- would we say no? We'd be like, we're not going to ask your question. I think it happened. This last is week. now. Did it? Well, yeah, guess where I was yeah. at Slow Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Freezing. Anyways, uh, so the question is this. This is the new question number three. Well, let's let's do the let's do the gift card, and then let's go to question number three. Here, Fair enough. Right. So we're gonna roll the Monster Bass gift card. Then we're gonna do Chris Shu's question. So as long as you've chatted, you got a chance. Who is the winner, Chaz? Losing big fish is the winner. <laughs> Losing winner. I love it. Losing big fish. <laughs> if you're here, man. Uh, obviously, the first thing you got to do is you got to be like, hey, I'm a real live human being. Uh, I am also a human man. <laughs> what was that, Paul? <laughs> Walk through the man. hotel lobby. Don't worry. Just two human mans here. <laughs> human mans. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, losing big fish goes thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. So obviously, you're here. Follow the instructions, please. Uh, and we will email you. The gift card we got you covered there we go one for one that was quick too good job guys like way to go team team nerds all right so the the subbed in question the guest question that we're only accepting if you super chat apparently uh <laughs> is from chris you and the question is this what would be your boat name uh i saw You've somebody thought about this already a little bit i saw Damn somebody it. i saw somebody i saw somebody locally mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. had a boat that was named like Pepperoni Pizza, and I was like, "What?" I lo- yeah, it when when you when I saw it on the boat, I was like, "Dude, he just named it a food," and I was like, "Dude, that is good." I'd be like, "Chocolate donut," like I, no, I think you'd be like seasonal Reese's candy, I, yes, <laughs> just something kind of obscure, very specific, and a food. I'm not saying that I would do it, yeah. but I like it. The other one would be what I've named my other boats, which would be a Pokemon name. So yeah. uh, the boat that I'm selling right now, I named Vaporeon and uh, it was perfect and everything about it matched and it was wonderful. And just like our current boats, our Snorlax, uh, I find the spirit animal of my boat and then that yeah. one, the spirit Pokemon of my boat. And that would be like my second. Um, the third would probably be like some play on words, but I wouldn't I wouldn't like it forever versus the yeah. food. I feel like I'm you know, like. Buttered toast, right? Like. Yeah. Yes. Toast. <laughs> like, Avocado toast. You know, see what I'm saying? Like, I, I just think that, like, ham sandwich. Caramel oh, macchiato. There, there it goes. Like, dude, it's so on point. I like, I think it's great. I, I would have, if you did the food, I would do the most obscure pistachio gelato. Yes. It would, it's just got to be off the wall. Yeah, I, I like that, though. I think that was. Yo, really Burley has a great one. Hadouken. Great. That's so good. With there's the hyphens lot of, and everything. Yeah, there's not a lot of bad. There's not a lot of bad options. It would probably be more Fish like uh, solar flare. Um, solar flare. <laughs> special beam cannon. Would if if I had like the purple like chartreuse one. Lower special beam special cannon. Beam cannon. Yep. Yeah. Hundred yep. percent. I like that. I I do like the Pokemon names are always fun because we're nerdy and like when we came up with Snorlax, it was a blast. What? What do you feel? I feel like you got here's something. the bonus is you can okay. accentuate your name now on a bass boat with your rap decal to where mm-hmm. like if you got special beam cannon, you could actually have the beam shooting. Yes, uh, like you 100%. could do that. Or if you had uh, toast, you could have a piece of yeah. buttered toast cartooned on the side of your like to accentuate yeah. the name even more. 
And now I'm thinking, yeah. like, could you imagine the Snorlax that you could get on your boat? It would be amazing. Like, what if you I, had I would want the champ and he was like, like the like his eyes in the middle and like the yeah. eyes, like, dude, what? Yeah, that would be absurd. <laughs> so freaking so, sweet. I, I I like that. I have a boring one, but it's a sentimental one. But the Pokemon would be like, you know, that or anything Dragon Ball Z related would be great. So those would be like two of my top two tiers. The other one for me would be uh, sentimentally my Burley's my dad. Yeah, my dad's boat. Uh, my grandpa's boat actually is yeah. Burley's barge. So I would love to have that as well. So if if we had like a multi species versus a bass boat, the bass boat would have to be like the the Pokemon, the Dragon Ball Z. Do you imagine the, the multi species boat would be Burley's barge? On one side of the boat, it's my <laughs> face doing this. On the it's other one, player. it's you doing this. It's and it's the special beam cannon. Could you imagine? I can't. You guys, wait till we're millionaires. You're going to be so proud of us with our cool I only need to be a thousandaire to do that. (laughs) A a couple dozen thousandaires, I would say. A thousandaire, you're going to get a bass boat and you're going to rig it out like that? Shut up. Oh, yeah. Anyways, moving moving on with Mr. Money Comes Off Trees. There's a little tiny word that says monster bass. (laughs) (laughs) sponsored by there's a little b on it (laughs) like this big special shout outs and thanks for buying this boat to monster (laughs) rest thanks rafi um, (laughs) he's like oh that's where the 90k went to i get uh, it uh, Ah, good good use of monster bass puns did you see the solar flare (laughs) yes fusion dance no all right we gotta we we gotta move on that's what we're doing for halloween Oh, yeah. I, I dig that. Yeah. All right. Let's do Jeff's Plano. Let's give it away. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm up next. Who Who's going to win this Plano? One more time. Andrew H. It's a very specific last name. No, Andrew. Why? <laughs> Why you got to be Canadian? Well, sorry, bro. How do you know? Andrew H., you out there? Hashtag Canadian. Oh, um, all right. <laughs> you seem to believe that you can ship stuff to Canada super cheap, Paul. I, so I are you shipping this week? I don't. Let's figure it out. Oh, well, perfect. Then uh, Andrew H is the expert. So let's do this. Andrew, still follow the process and uh, we'll email you. We'll figure it out. All right, so we'll either yeah. we'll either do a gift card, uh, and I'll save this for another shmivaway at another time. Apologies, uh, and we'll just give you a gift card to your favorite Canadian tackle store of choice, because otherwise it'll be you know fifty, sixty bucks just to ship the thing. As far as I know, yeah. Unless Paul has some magic, like he goes to the border and he slips a guy like I don't know some no. maple syrup no, in like a, just a tenner. Fill out the, <laughs> fill out the form. It's like here's some loonies and toonies, and the guy's just like, okay, I sent, cool. I sent that reel for sixteen dollars. I think it's different if you do a real. This is an oversized box. I Wait. sent a bag. I sent a bag for still fifteen dollars. Nope. I don't know what it kind was, of back alley deals was, you're doing to Canada, but you're you're full of it. So, anyways, Whoa, uh, what <laughs> this show is, God, Andrew, we got you. Don't worry. Just follow the instructions. We'll 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 chat. We'll figure it out. All right. So next up, we got pig jigs. Right. So yes. let's do the the pig jigs. Uh, I got another. Question for you though, before we do that, and then we'll close out the show. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip this one. 
I need to know yep. this answer right here. So you fish in Ned Riggs. I'm already ready. Right? You, you're going to fish in Ned Rig. Let's just say you really like doing it. You live in the Midwest, okay? But then some guy comes and he deletes an entire category of Ned Rig because, you know, that's me and that's what I like to do for you. You can never, ever fish one of these ever again. Do you lose the EWG style Ned or do you lose the open hook Ned for the rest of your life? Basically, which net are you fishing the rest of your life? You get the one, EWG, one The EWG uh, can go ahead and uh, snapped. Wow. You could have yep. just said, I'll fish open hook um, and then left it at that. But you had to be a jerk about it. You set this up. I'm I just d- running with it. I'm just the man with the questions. That's all. And I'm just the man with the answer. Wait, or you're going to be a jerk about it. Later. <laughs> <laughs> uh chat I, I think we need a poll for this one Chaz. i need to hear i don't from care one <laughs> smidge what the rest of and the rest of the planet says chat, at all chat, paul not doesn't, at all paul, is paul the villain on this channel i don't care what you guys say <laughs> I don't uh, wow i don't i'm pretty sure paul just became the villain i do see a lot cool of both answers yeah. Uh, so I'm very curious to see via a, a poll here who's going to pull this one out. I'm team EWG yeah, all fine. day, every day. In fact, to the point where I, without boasting about it like a jerk, just took them all out of my tackle boxes. All the open hooks are gone. Whoa. So I have all EWG. I probably have I, three open hooks. I like. I only I have, have I only have three types of EWG. Three types? So how... Numerical value. How many EWGs? Nine total hooks. Nine total, and they're all pig jigs. No, only you have one some of those pig jig. Okay. I have quarter. I have eighth, mm-hmm. and I have the pig jig. Interesting. I just don't. I don't grab them like I used to. I used to grab them all the time. And yeah. Then we had two trips where mm-hmm. I just downsized the weight, mm-hmm. and I let them slack line and I felt like I caught more fish. And okay. after that, I was like, I, it has its place. It's not like I'll never use it. Um, well, in this case, you can't, but you're fine with it, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm totally because I would what I would do is I would go to something else. I would go to a jig like instead of sure. the Ned rig and I'd be totally OK with that. Yeah. No problem for me. I, but I'm... I get why the EWG is king for people. I, I think it's it depends on how you fish the Ned. So like how I fish the Ned, the EWG is almost required, and uh, I catch too many fish on it. So I'm like I I don't see a reason in switching up, and I just I love putting the Ned <laughs> into like the trash. Yes. I'm like oh that looks like a terrible place to throw yes. any other lure, uh, except for you know maybe maybe a jig I could get away with obviously, yep. but like if I'm throwing finesse. I'm throwing that in there, you know. And I would uh, now, now to me, the Ned Rig is like a different lure. Uh, after yeah. the couple of trips that we had, and I, in that same situation, would rather throw a jig. Yeah, but okay. I, I don't discredit anybody's, but like for me, it just it's a different place now. And even on bottom contact, unless it's in the sticks, I'm totally cool with the occasional hookup. But I feel like I will catch more fish more often with the open hook interesting 
Well, I, I think it. the show is over. I think we gotta. I think we gotta cancel the podcast because I don't. I mean, it was fun. We had a good run. <laughs> I don't think I can work with you anymore. <laughs> and it's and just to be clear, right now, seventy votes in. Yeah, there. It wow, is. EWG yeah. with the dub. Okay, I get it. And you you told those seventy five percent of people that f off. <laughs> oh my god, I was G rated. Okay, Paul I'm PG. I'm still PG, maybe thirteen at it's, the most. Those are your initials. That's not your rating. That's for sure. All right. Anyways, uh, so I'm just PG. One time I'm you get barely... the one. They do it in uh, I think all the Fast and Furious movies. There's one f one actor, and they change actors every Fast and Furious. Watch it. It's hilarious. Yeah, I, I, you wait for the F word. It's always like mid movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's somebody different every time. There's The Rock, Tyrese, Vin Diesel, maybe. I don't think Vin Diesel even swears. Anyways, let's roll this last schmiv because I think Fishing with T Rex has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> he said it like 500 times. I in got chat. pee. Run the. I got pee. Who? What? Who? Who? What? <laughs> Dub D's? Dub D's what? Dub D's. All right. Dub D's, I don't, uh, I'm assuming you're talking about, um, you're a real person, <laughs> double winners, um, dub, dub, or dub, dub like the, the double deuce ranch, you're a ranch hand, you're, that's what it is, yep. you're a ranch hand, yep. cool man, no <laughs> comment, dub, dub D's with the dub, maybe his name is like, uh, David Daniels, oh, double D's, yeah, double D's, <laughs> dub D's. <laughs> Um, we're going with that. <laughs> the, uh, we're still. What a way to end this, Mister D's. Um, oh, he did great. Where are you at, Mister D? Mister uh, Senior D's, are you uh, in the United States of America? I have to imagine with a name like Dub D's that you are. Where else um, could you be from? <laughs> well, it's not probably not Canada. Probably not. Oh no. All right, well, congrats. All right, well, congrats. on that note, we'll just Dub go ahead and wait for your Follow the instructions, please. Yep, and I'll there. give you this box full. Oh, good, good man. Good man. Dub D's, you're the man. All right. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> chat, chat, uh, you're, you guys, you're with me. <laughs> the next members only is March 14th, Tuesday, March 14th. If mm -hmm. you're not a member, you are missing out, unfortunately. We actually do more giveaways on our members uh, than we do here on the live show. Mm -hmm. The Schmivaway and uh, that the Schmivaways are free flowing. Uh, we also talk about a lot of stuff that like yep. you don't get to see here. You get to hear what's coming up, and if we're doing T-shirt art, you get to vote on the T-shirt art way ahead of time, uh, and you get to give some general input. So there's a lot going on in the members only. In addition to that, you can get your own pretty face right up on screen, and you can chat with us. So that's what the members only is all about. That is March 14th. So if you want to join, uh, you should do that. That's my opinion. You just got to click join below and then you can see a video and all the different joining options and what they include. So there you go. Consider it. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, we had a lot of fun tonight. I had too much fun. That was, good uh, <laughs> that was a blast. Paul and I fought like normal and then uh, chat went crazy and we all went off the rails. So good times. I love this. Uh, we will be back again next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll be talking about something or other and it will be an absolute blast. So you should just join us because we're still... Rolling schmivaways. Uh, I can't believe you guys broke the 125 that we were trying to break for like a month. We got to do it again. Uh, we got to do it again. If we do it three times in a row, we'll up it again. All right. We're just going to start having to 
poof tackle out of nowhere, man, because we're going to eventually schmiv all this tackle away. I, you know what? So many it's, people schwin in our, our tackle. How's it is it? what it is. It's completely your fault because you're making promises right It's 100% now. my fault, and uh, you're welcome, guys. Your your villain redemption arc, by the way, is like my favorite. <laughs> you went from like, I don't care what they say. We'll give them all, everything. Hope you all find a fire and find yourselves in it. Oh, also, would you like some free stuff? <laughs> that you can that can melt in your hand you while you stand in the fire? Oh, man. You guys are a blast. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next Wednesday. So uh, without further ado, you should probably subscribe. Make sure you got the notification bells on so that you know when we go live and come hang out with us. Smash that like before you get out of here. We love you. Chaz, help us leave this place. <laughs> Bye. This year, make the commitment for a better financial future. One of the easiest steps to financial freedom is learning the different but proven approaches to reach those goals. Visit therad.com today. That's T-H-E-R-A-D.com to claim your free copy of the first chapter of New York Times bestselling book, Money Shackles. Author and president of the Alternative Investment Association, Dutch Mendenhall, shares his step-by-step -step process on how he built a massive real estate empire from scratch. Capture the American dream. Visit therad.com.